Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard a door slam of the van of a rapper named P.O.S. Hi, I'm P.O.S. I'm from Doomtree. I'm a rapper from Minnesota in America. <laughs> Thank you very much for inviting us into your van. <laughs> You're welcome. It's the only quiet place around. You were so nice because we were backstage earlier and it looked pretty decked out with food and treats. <laughs> it was it's pretty, it's pretty mellow. We, uh... Usually just get, you know, some brews and some beers, and then we get cash instead of all of the extra hummus and stuff like that that we usually ignore. We take that cash, and we get pork bones. <laughs> I did actually just see you eat one. How was it? Pretty gross. The bone itself was delicious. All of the whatever it was inside didn't, didn't, it wasn't good. <laughs> Fair enough. So we're in your tour van right now. I would love you to point out an object that is in your tour van that would be in nobody else's that would be in nobody else's van. Um this big huge giant leather bag I made. It's the only one I ever made that looks like this. So there's that. So meaning <laughs> you made it yourself? Oh yeah yeah. Um when I'm not writing rap songs or rock songs or any kind of music, I'm typically making bags and shoes and sometimes like shirts pants stuff that sounds amazing i would love you to describe that bag in detail so people can really get a sense of what we're talking about cool it is um it is a giant black it looks like maybe a woman a woman's purse with just handles and no shoulder strap but the handles are huge and the bag itself is really big really big meaning maybe like four feet by four feet if it's empty and stretched out but it turns more duffel shaped when you pack it up it's made from guidi leather and I spent a long time on it. I like it a lot. <laughs> did you design it expressly for life on tour? I did, except for um, when I get home, I'm going to add backpack straps for the odd time when I want to carry it that way. I think that we should play a song. I'm going to play the song Lanes off your latest record, Chill, Dummy. I'd love you to describe this song for somebody who's never heard of P.O.S. before. Okay, that's an easy thing. It is a rap song that might take you a minute to realize that it's a rap song and then by that time there's about 40 seconds left and then it's over. to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track Lanes off the record Chill Dummy by a rapper called 
POS. I have POS here in his tour van with me. We started with a song where you question whether or not going your own way may have limited you. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, yeah, that the the been in my own lane so long, uh, been in my own way so long kind of line is talking about not just musically making such angular music that it's maybe hard to place me or figure out where to put me on your radios or whatever, but also just in life and really more about life than music, just kind of trying to ignore like the prescriptions and like the just like path that people sometimes just take without examining what their life actually fits you know like people typically what do you do you go to school you get out of school you go to college you get out of college you get a job and i feel like anytime somebody wants to like travel to europe for a year that's like a giant like i'm gonna travel to europe for a year instead of maybe examining if you needed to go to school that second time in the first place or what you want to do in school before you spend a ton of money on it like i feel like there's just lots of different limits and kind of boundaries placed when you try to fit into the life that everybody just kind of has without thinking about if it's their proper life you know so today how are you feeling about that i feel great this is uh the third day of the second leg of this tour it's my first tour in a long time first album in a long time i'm feeling like uh kind of on top of the world although it's dreary and i ate some bad food and i'm still kind of hungry life is relatively amazing so this record, it's called Chill Dummy, and you've said that this title is talking about you. So explain that for me. Sure. It's turned inward. I had a, a rough couple years since my last record. Uh, it was called We Don't Even Live Here. It came out uh, right at the end of 2012. And then I had to stop, and I couldn't even go on a tour to support that record. I did, this, did the release party, and then... My doctor pretty much put me on hold. I had kidney problems my whole life, and then pretty much right as that tour was about to start, I went and got checked up, made sure I was clear to go, and I was not. I had to cancel the tour and go on immediate dialysis, then get a transplant, then heal for a year, and it's just like slow moving. And in the time, you know, you watch your career go from like its peak to kind of dipping down a little bit while you heal up and do health stuff, and then you know, you watch Trump get elected. Like, there's a lot of stuff that, uh, you know, makes makes it hard to stay calm and not panicking, whether it's about, you know, your friends, uh, problems everybody has, problems I have, trying to get the career moving again, trying to not freak out about the world falling apart. Chill Dummy is very much aimed at me as far as, and any anybody who feels like they're having a little freak out sometimes, just about, like, sitting back, taking a breath, you do what you can, <laughs> no matter how small you do, the best you can. So that's where that title comes from. Also, also kind of just trying to take the edge off not having a record for four years. You don't want to have some epic name. You want it to be something kind of tongue-in-cheek, you know, just to, like, keep the pressure down. So I thought that I would play Get Down off the record We Don't Even Live Here. So how would you like to introduce that for people? This is probably my number one dance jam. It's a it's a great beat. 
and it's, I don't know, the whole record, we don't even live here, it was an anarchist dance party, and this was kind of the centerpiece of that album. Bones like smokestacks, young black terror attack, hair on their neck raised, scaring them back, keeping my Kerouac first rate, they in the first grade, begging like babies, gimme, gimme, why? We too dirty, man, shimmy, shimmy, y'all, skinny bars, nah, all sense, no penny jar, snub a star, celebrity fed, no meals worth mentioning, all unsettling, nihilist, anarchist, mindset, reddening, need what? Fuck meds, all dead, everything, these cats on that all hell petty things ready with the cheap i'ma beat him in they sleep as soon as the door open they hitting the flow hoping to get to the front row my shows are so lightning uh, wherever we go the team steadily grows man who knows they figure we do it right but no one gives a fuck about shit so fuck your shit we fuck shit up cause shit's fucked anyway shit is running to the ground i don't want to think about it i just want to get down Wood, your host. You just heard Get Down Off the Record. We don't even live here by the rapper called POS. I have him sitting in his van with me. I'd love you to tell me about the featured artist on this track. Ah, that's Mike McClon. He is, uh, you know, the homie of the last 20 years. We are in a crew together called Doomtree, who have, uh, you know, several solo records out in the world. And he has solo music, I have solo music. And that's just one song where we were both in LA when I was working on that song. and. He hopped in on a verse, and it's, I don't know, it's one of my more popular songs. Yeah, so I brought it up because this is the record that, unfortunately, because of health reasons, you couldn't tour to support. So, first of all, are you okay these days? I'm so good these days. Yeah, it's been a it's been a while. Coming up on March, it'll be my third anniversary of having a kidney transplant. And they tell you to kind of relax, take it, take it, take your worry down a little bit right around two years. So I've been kind of coasting, feeling good. I keep my meds regimen on track. I keep uh, my food and alcohol monitored, and life is tight. I'm glad to hear that. Congratulations. Thank you. 
<laughs> You're welcome. I wanted to know, as a performer, what's it like to put out a record and then not do the typical put out a record, tour, get that reaffirmation? Dude, it's a nightmare. <laughs> Especially for that record. I worked on that record for like a solid year. <laughs> it was the most expensive record I ever made. Um, I worked with a producer for the first time. There was a lot of like different things going on that I've never tried before or thought about. Someone just raced by on a Segway. It was one of those one-wheel Segways with no arms, so they're just like flying down the street. It was cool. Anyway, yeah, you work on a record for a year, and you... For a second, I thought we were in the future. <laughs> we are, though. <laughs> yeah, you work on a record forever, and then typically spend a lot of time making it, setting it up, releasing it, touring it, traveling it, getting sick of the songs, working it to death, and... That's kind of the release you need from all the pent-up energy of making the record itself is going out and trying it on the people, you know? And not getting to do that is a really hard thing to do. Making a record or any kind of artistic endeavor that takes a lot of your time and energy really zaps a lot of your, like, mood and spirit and vibe unless you get a chance to go and, like, see that it worked, you know? So I think that added a solid six months of depression to my life not being able to tour it. But, you know, that was years ago. And now I get get to go out and play this new record and songs from that last record. And people treat that last record like, you know, like I didn't get to tour it. So they're shouting along for the first time. I'm playing some of the songs for the first time. It's very cool. I think that we should play another track off the current record, Chill Dummy. I'm going to play Faded. I'd love you to tell me a little bit about that before we hear it. Sure. Faded is a beat that I made using a samples from another band that I participate with called Gangs. And uh, and that's G-A-Y. And G-S. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, and that is like, uh, the entire album is 69 beats per minute, soft rock, sex songs. And I was able to take uh, this amazing chorus Justin Vernon wrote and kind of flip it into a different meaning of the song. The original meaning of the song is very similar, but I was able to like kind of point it inward and make everything about me like rappers do <laughs> I got bridges I got matches but I got limits you'll never see them I'll cut and run before you get near them bite the hand despite the trap save the body trust the map feet don't fail me we can bear let's keep this shell intact to hell and back and not a slogan on a shirt to show I want you bad and I don't show it but it hurts to go it's feast of famine I honestly kinda hate both and I'm drowning in this optional tell me what's impossible and i'll tell you slow down i promise if you do i'll stick around i know my promises ain't much to you i found my place my safe and sound my whole life i've been out here begging Open, bleeding, torn apart I need more, she needs 
more some other stuff Ate to love and built to lust Take the fill, ignore the trust He's like, calm down I promise if you do I'll stick around I know my promises ain't much to you But now, you're here I'm safe, I'm sound I know your whole life you've been out of screen Love me, love me, love me To the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track faded off the record Chill Dummy by a rapper called POS. Earlier, you were talking about one of the featured artists whose name is Justin Vernon, but we might know him better as someone else. Uh, bon- Bony Bear? Bony Bear? He's actually become a pretty good friend of mine over the last few years because of that gang's record and because of a mutual friend of ours named Ryan Olson, who I've worked with in my own solo bands, Marijuana Dust Squads, Building Better Bombs. And we've worked together on all kinds of different, like he made beats on my last two records. And yeah, he was a good friend. But he's from the same hometown as Justin. And we just all ended up collaborating and hanging out. So You have a lot of featured artists on the tracks on the record, Chill Dummy. I'd love you to tell me about your ideas behind getting the right person for the right feature. Uh, honestly, everybody on this record is <clears throat> the exact person I had in mind for the feature they showed up on. Um, whether it was Kathleen Hanna going back and forth with my manager trying to figure out who would be like the perfect uh, person to put on Sleep Drone and having that song is so much about my health stuff and knowing that Kathleen Hanna went through Lyme's disease and a lot of other health stuff on her own. And for people who don't know, Kathleen Hanna is? Oh, <laughs> she is the um, vocalist from Bikini Kill, La Tigra, uh, uh, Julie Ruin. She's just, you know, one of those living legends out there from the Riot Girl movement and punk rock in general. But yeah, we got her on there and we got pretty much every voice you hear is somebody that is either a legend to me like Bus Driver or Kathleen Hanna or somebody who is on the come up really hard from my city like Lizzo or Alan Kingdom or Dwayne Roland. I just really wanted to do kind of like my version of The Chronic where it's just lots of minds sitting together and trying to come up with the coolest jams. So next I'm going to play the song Gravedigger. You've got a featured artist on that track. So why don't you talk a little bit about this track and why you envisioned it for this featured artist? Cool, cool, cool. Um, Yeah, her name is Angel Davenport, also known as Angelina. Um, She's 
from Chicago. That was a burp from those pork buns. <laughs> it was. Uh. Um, yeah, she's from Chicago. She is uh, just slaughter. And I heard I heard one of her verses on a song with Psalm One. They work together a lot in a group called uh, Rapper Chicks. And I don't know. I made this really mellow kind of like you know nod your head car song. And after I finished my parts, I realized that I had rapped pretty mellow, maybe more mellow than I've ever rapped on the first verse. And even the second verse is kind of chill for me, very melodic. So I wanted to make sure the beat in the middle was extra heavy and try to get like a nice contrasting voice. And nothing made more sense to me more than uh, Angel for that song. Just her voice is incredibly ill. I cannot see through no dumb shit. I will not give out no pass. Motherfuckers breathing in my air And I know even though I don't wanna Let the probably outlast So I'm hanging out the window yeah. Got my feet up on the dash Face full of sunshine Trying to unwind Trying to get mine Trying to use 100% of this little flash that I have yeah. I can ease up on my tempo Save a little cash. I can do it how the textbooks say. I can do it how they want to chase fame. I can steady as we blaze. They can do the math and laugh. I'd rather be sitting back, broke, pushing facts and hope. What you want, being back, those playing on my phone. What you want, we can keep it close. We can own the road. What you want. you want 
Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track Gravedigger by P.O.S. off his latest record, Chill Dummy. And I'd love it if you could tell me a little bit more about why the featured artist was the perfect pick for this record. Um, yeah, her name is Angel Davenport, also known as Angelina. And she kind of comes with this song. You know, I told her, I was like, I want to hear your impression of Gunplay. I want to hear you doing, you know, the hardest rappers ever. And she's not, like, she's not a slouch. She's a legit hard motherfucker from Chicago who might stab you. So <laughs> it worked out nice. It was, it's a nice contrast between me, as soft as I can be, and her on her main level, which is kind of hard as fuck anyway. So I wanted to play a track off your very first record, so I was either going to pick duct tape or I was going to let you pick a track that you still play every night in the live show. Ooh, off that first record, I don't play anything every night. And if I do play something from there it's usually duct tape it's hard to bring my my mind back to that first record it was written a long time ago and i just don't have the same feelings about a lot of those things you know like a lot of the topics i pick politically love wise friendship wise i've just grown a lot since i was the young dude writing that first record i'm on my fifth record now and i take a nice gap between so duct tape or nothing duct tape is a very personal song all of them on the first record are pretty personal and duct tape is the one that still feels super relevant to me in the way I think and live. In fuzzy focus, it's downtown. A blue pickup that's kind of rusted. Missy formed a box of cane with faces dusted. A red cat to a crack violin. Brought up a crack pipe. It sees a cat on its last life. A father, never mistaken for a dad. Never mistaken by a god it never had. It sees heaven's fallen angel. Place a hand upon a mother and wipe the tears away. Tell her it'll be alright. So sleep tight. Cause sleep might be the perfect escape for a man who leaves you in the night. So sleep soundly. Mama drinks Pepsi, Papa drinks gin 
Pepsi, Papa drinks gin. Papa meets drunk and our relationship begins. Papa and lady looking for the love that won't break. Mama caught him cheating, it was too much to take. But baby had an angel, baby had a mom who could take that pain for him. Duct tape, duct tape, duct tape, duct tape, tape, duct tape, 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 Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track Duct Tape off the very first record by P.O.S., which is called Ipecac Neat. I have P.O.S. here with me in his van. You were saying before that you don't feel that you connect a lot with the songs on the first record. Some artists will take songs off their first record and reinterpret them and change them so they work in their current set. Have you thought of doing that? Um, I haven't. People have asked me to do that a couple times, and I'm just not... I'm not with it. I think if I ever make like a live record or do something where I reinterpret old songs, it'll be in a live record kind of setting or I'll put a band together. I'll do something where it feels way different. I just try to give a really impassioned performance when I do talking about either things that are fun and fly to rap about and current or things like if it's an older song, I want it to still be a song that resonates with me for how I think now as an adult, you know? When you put out songs, sometimes they're just not really your songs anymore, you know, and I feel like a lot of people have some connections with some of those songs that I don't know that I'll do justice to live anymore, not because I can't perform them, but because I don't attach myself to them as hard. I was doing a little bit of research about the time in your life when you put out Ipecac Neat, and I was reading that you were a bathroom attendant in a strip club. Is that true? Yeah, that was the last day job I had. I wrote the whole record pretty much between dudes coming in the bathroom at the strip club and me handing out mints and bubble gum and like paper towels and asking people if they wanted cigars or whatever and uh <laughs> they would leave and then I would just go sit on my chair put my headphones back on and continue writing that whole first record is basically entirely written there a couple songs weren't but most of it was what was the best and worst of that job um best was surprisingly making a ton of money made a ton of money because as a men's room as a men's room attendant everybody finds them pretty annoying you go in the bathroom and there's some guy in there what do you what do you want he's got some candy or whatever that's not the job that's like what the job looks like but if you're the kind of person that goes to a strip club all the time you'll find out that the bathroom attendant knows who the best people in the club are the people you talk to if you're trying to get high you know what i'm saying like you know what's going on in the downtown area and you make it your business to know what's going on in the downtown area so you can actually make that job worth anything because nobody wants gum or help washing their hands. <laughs> and you don't really help them wash their hands. You just hand them a towel. But, like, either way, nobody wants that stuff as much as they want secret info and <laughs> where to find drugs and stuff, you know. So you get your tips, you make a phone call here and there, and it turns into a pretty good job. All right, so... I was on my way home from Warp Tour or some big concert festival like that. I ran into this guy and we started randomly talking. And he out of nowhere started talking about how much he loved Aesop Rock. And he loved Aesop Rock so much that he took out one of the uh, booklets that came in CDs at the time and he carried around with him at all times. Just in case? Just for like (laughs) inspiration or because he loved those lyrics so much. Sure. So I just wanted to ask if you have that kind of connection with another performer and if so could you tell me about it actually i don't have the kind of connection where i'm going to carry people's lyrics around but asap rock is my favorite lyricist actually um so i don't i mean maybe that warp tour guy was probably a lot younger than me 
and maybe back then I might carry some lyrics around. I definitely carry lyrics in my head and uh, think about them all the time for inspiration. I have some Velveteen lyrics that I use as uh, passwords for things like that. Like I'm, I'm a big fan of music. I'm a big fan of words. So, there's, yeah. So I'd love you to tell me about a band that you're especially fond of that people wouldn't necessarily expect P.O.S. to be really into. <laughs> I think most bands that I listen to, people wouldn't really expect I'd be into. I'm a big, huge fan of Coheed and Cambria. I'm a big, huge fan of, I mean, I guess people might expect I like Roman Jewels if, if, you know, if they pay attention to hip hop and things like that. But I listen to a lot of Yes, I listen to a lot of Psych Rock, I listen to, yeah, mostly melodic hardcore and like speed metal, Dillinger Escape Plan, tech metal, things like that. So then give me two sentences about your love for Coheed and Cambria. Oh man, I like, <laughs> okay, I like really long prog rocky songs. And I really like the fact that the lyrics are tying a giant six-album-long al- woven story about space. And, you know, I like when you can listen to music that comes off sounding super emotional, but then when you get into the lyrics, it's just kind of playing pretend, which I think is almost better. I do listen to a lot of uh, Korean and Japanese hip-hop because they kind of ape the cadences of American mainstream rappers, but I don't have to hear what stupid things they're saying. So it's kind of tight. P.O.S., thank you very much for spending some time with me tonight. I really appreciate it. At the end of the show, I'd let the guest pick one of their own tracks to play. I think it would be a good idea to pick a track that might not get radio play, but you're still super proud of. Um, that might be Born a Snake, the first song on the new record. Um, it's not one of our like selected single songs, we're not really pushing it, but it's one of my favorite songs in the record, both the beat and you know, it's an honest, raw vocal performance to me. Thank you very much for being on my show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I got them screaming so loud that they can't look me in the face or look the other way. It's confusing up the whole life now and I can't. Can't slip them away, I feel it kinda way Fuck them feelings, got a head start Yeah, kept chewing up the scenery Gotta keep it moving, ain't no other way to breathe for me Rock a dirty shine that makes these heathens wanna speak to me Demons wanna hide and seek, they burn, win and ride for free And oh wow's what I'm probably thinking every single day They fucking kidding me, and you never seen a brighter black cloud And it's beautiful, but it won't go away I'm tired of the rain, something cover me up
last thing I'd love you to do is say hi. My name is P.O.S. and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. Hey, what's up? This is P.O.S. and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood.